RadioInfluence.com. Guys, welcome back to Live Bold and Boss Up. This episode, we have Noelle Corvo, soon to be Mrs. Rodriguez, Yay. in like a couple of weeks. So exciting. Yes. So we're very excited and happy for you. We Thank were you. just chatting about her honeymoon and the Rainbow Rivers in Colombia, which sound amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a spiritual entrepreneur, a business mentor, and an intuitive healer. I think personally that you are an old soul, like in the most respectable way, you just have a way of articulating things and and putting certain words with feelings that I've never imagined. So I'm really excited to have you on our podcast. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank thank you. you for having me. I'm super excited and it's funny that you say this is what I receive from you because I'm I'm in this place in my life right now where I'm still trying to ground and land like what I actually do because it's it's so much bigger than a label. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is like our human egoic mind wants to fit us into a label or a box or a title or, you know, five words in your bio on Instagram. Right. But right. I'm in this place where I'm like you can't define me by any of those things because I'm so much bigger than all of that. And so people always ask me what I do. And yes, I'm a coach, but I don't even like the word coach. I'm a guide. I'm here to guide people back yeah. to themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't have your answers. I don't have, I don't necessarily have your solutions, but I'm here to show you how to tap into finding your, the, the ones that already reside within you. Right. So like, I feel like that's just kind of my truth right now. And I feel like this keeps evolving. So this can change in six months. But I think that it's beautiful because we get to change. We get to reinvent ourselves. We get to be brand new. We get to burn down to the ashes and be rebirthed into the world over and over and over again. And that's what keeps it exciting. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I love but. It. I'm really focused on women. Um, so I just wanted to say that because as you're, we're all trying to figure out who, like what I am. <laughs> I'm like, there's not really one. Even my fiance asked me this the other day, he's like, what do I tell people you do? And I'm like, you know, it's a great question because I, I'm still not fully, again, I just can't put it into a box. And that's okay. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. (laughs) So when we originally chatted, um, you said something that I think really resonated with Steph and I, and it was that we're not, we're not tapping into like 90% of our DNA and we're very powerful and we're creative beings and healing tell us what, what does that mean to the listeners, right? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. So that's a great question. I'm glad we're talking about this because it's something I'm really passionate about in the moment, um, in this season of my life, because it's, it's all coming from something called human design. So 
what if you're listening to this and you've heard of human design or not um if this is the first time you're in for a treat if it's not the first time you're going to get a whole new understanding of it from my perspective in a way that i'm not seeing it being taught um, one of my gifts is taking very complex things and simplifying it and bringing it down to earth into the 3d reality and helping people grasp onto it make it make sense because where i'm hanging out a lot of the times it's it's terrifying for the ego it's terrifying for people who are so attached to boxes who are so attached to what they've known that this kind of conversation it's intimidating um and, and i'm not I'm no stranger to that. I'm very aware that that's happening. And so I want to just give this some context as uh, I enter into this conversation, just say, hey, give yourself some grace. Don't judge yourself however you feel as I share this because um, it's a gift. Everything you're gonna receive and what you do receive from it is a gift and it is here to just propel you on the path that is really destined for you. And um, it's just gonna really liberate your soul in some way. And it may not be in this moment when you listen to this, but you're gonna think about this conversation again at some point and you're gonna hear my words and it's gonna be maybe six months, a year, could be five years from now. And you're gonna be like, wow, like this, it was just something she said that created this ripple effect in not only my life, but the people around me. And it was wisdom. And so what you're asking me is you're asking me about this information. And so she's talking about DNA. So we all have DNA and it's this thing inside of us that we don't fully understand, but we're cloning things with it, right? So we, we do understand it to some, to some extent, but if you're hanging out in a spiritual world and you're hanging out in the world of energy, this is the way I see it. And so human design is a genetic blueprint a genetic mapping, a genetic imprintation of a moment in time that is captured of when you were born. And in that moment of time, it's showing you everything about who you are. It's showing you and it's telling you a story about where you've been, where your soul has been, where you currently are or may be, and where you can go, your highest genetic potential for the future. And so DNA are these patterns, they're these sequences, right? We look at it, it's this double helix strand, as we know in our science classes, because that is my background is in anatomy and I love the human body, I love the mind, I love all that. And now I'm bringing the spiritual energetic component in and I'm like, okay, this, my whole path makes sense now. <laughs> I get why I'm here. Um, and it's gotten me to this point. DNA, the way I understand it is, it is, it is wisdom, it is information that has been passed down in your bloodline, it's from your ancestors. And it is, it is mapping, it is telling a story and there are programs within this DNA. And these programs are all these different energies that have different potentialities. And the way these kind of show up is, there's different frequencies of them. And so you have something that is a lower frequency that would be like a negative emotion, right? Something that you're not accepting about yourself. Something that feels like a sensation in your body that's like, oof, it's constricting or oof, it's heavy or oof, I don't wanna feel that anymore. Oof, I wanna run away from that, right? And I call these our shadows. And so DNA has it holds the duality of 
polar opposite frequencies. I call them like your yin and your yang, right? So the feminine, the masculine, the light, the dark. And so we have the shadow self. And then we have on the opposite spectrum, we have our creative channel or our superpower and our gift. And so when we look at these shadows and we look at how we feel about them and the story we're telling ourselves about them, we want to run away from them. Like that's our instinct. That That's how we're programmed and trained and conditioned to respond to when those things come up. And so DNA is like all of this inner wisdom that is just waiting for you to tap into it, to acknowledge its existence, to bring it to the forefront of your consciousness because we are consciousness in human form. Mm -hmm. Humans are consciousness in human form. And so when you like think about that and you let that land for a second, it's like we are constantly broadcasting signals, vibrations, frequencies, energies, and you hear this thing called law of attraction and it's like, okay, it's like a boomerang. It's bringing you back what you put out. There's a lot of truth to that. Oh yeah. And so it's like whatever channel you're on, it's going to carry with it other things that are on that same channel. And it doesn't mean that you're necessarily blocking anything or you're necessarily, there's something wrong with you. It just is giving you a really big opportunity to face that part of yourself. So DNA, I would say, as I, as, as I understand human design, it's 10% of that wisdom is actually being tapped into today. Like, so, so think about that. Like, as humans, we're only tapping into 10% of this inner wisdom that can unlock and unleash the most powerful, potent, magnetic, abundant, magical, juicy, pleasurable things. But we're not even aware it's there. And we don't even understand what our DNA and our genetics really mean and, and what their purpose really is in our life besides just science experiments and, you know, um, diseases. And we've really studied it in a medical capacity, but I'm like, there's a whole energetic component to this. Right. I think you blew my mind just now and I know, I probably the, the listeners too. <laughs> like, we're like, wait a minute, wait, we're processing, processing. But I get it. Like it makes uh -huh. total sense. Right. Right. Yeah. It makes sense. And that's the thing. Like the more I share my truth of my understanding of life and things, the more people are like, well, that just makes a lot of sense because it does. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, like this is going to bridge us into a whole new era of consciousness. And so I really feel that I am here as a pioneer of this new era, this new paradigm. And I'm here to kind of bridge the gap between where people have been hanging out in this 3D, very heavy, dense reality, very physical world. And I'm here to walk them across the bridge into this higher dimensional world that is energy, that is these these forces that you can't see and necessarily grasp but it is it is the most potent thing that is controlling everything you in your life you can certainly feel it sometimes when you, can. you tap into yeah. certain things right i feel like you as can a sensation feel certain, yeah 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 because if you think about emotions what are emotions they're just energy in motion that's all emotions are and so you can feel bliss and you can feel a deep sense of fear and those both have an intense vibration, a high moving vibration. It's the same, it's the same frequency, 
but we're more addicted to what? The fear. Like we're addicted to the drama. We're addicted to the program, the loop, because we feel security and safety here because it's what we are fam familiar with and it's what we know. This over here, we get there and we're like, this is too good to be true. I don't deserve this. Or this is not gonna last. Or, you know, there's all these things that come up, but that is how life is really supposed to be experienced is in this, like, this just like ecstasy, this pleasure. And it's not saying that these things aren't gonna still come up, but it's how you respond to them and how long you hang out in those, in those thoughts and in those stories and in those sensations of feeling lack or scarcity, you know? So how do you get there? How do you tap into that? And yeah, how do you, how do, you do that? So this is the thing that's going to really liberate you is like, everybody's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm getting my pen. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Here, here's the, here's the as short as I can give you version of this is the first thing is that you have to create a, a high level of awareness of what are the patterns in my life? Like that would be step one. So when I'm talking about patterns, I'm talking about when certain situations arise again and again and again, how are you responding or reacting? What's your behavior? How do you feel in your body? What are the thoughts? And then when I started doing this myself, I started writing down, okay, I'm feeling something around money right now. That's, and again, that's been a big one that's crippled me is my, um, my scarcity around money. And so I started liberating myself from this in the last, the last year actually. And, um, I started document, do documenting, like, how am I responding to this when I'm spent? Like, how do I interact with money when I spend it? Mm -hmm. How do I receive money? What am I thinking? What are the fears? And then I, I acknowledge the fear. I look at it and I say, you exist. So acknowledgement would be step two. It's awareness. It's acknowledgement. And then it's radical responsibility because we are the creators of our reality. We always think it's something outside of us that we're responding to that's creating the fear or that's creating the sensation, but it's not. It's responding to what's going on and being manufactured in the mind. Why do we do that to ourselves? It's crazy because again, it's just, we've been programmed this way for so long. Because here's the truth, there is a patriarchy that's been dominating humanity for over a thousand years. And it's been this mass, very masculine, heavy, dominant energy. And so women for a really long time have had to keep quiet, have had to take the back seat, have not been allowed to do certain things, have not been valued in the same ways. And there's been this hierarchy of structure, and we're just not, we haven't been able to participate in any of it because we have been belittled, suppressed, we've been kept quiet, shrunk. And it's just because of this very egoic group of men from thousands of years ago that just decided like, this is how society is going to start operating. And this is how, this is what we're gonna teach people. And like, this is what we're gonna breed. And so these systems and these programs, they go, they go like a thousand years back. So that DNA, that programming, that fear, those traumatic experiences have been passed down to you from a thousand years back and it's sitting in your DNA. So you're feeling all of these things, these collection of things from everybody in your bloodline as far back as it can go.
unless somebody in your bloodline does what I'm saying, they create awareness or consciousness, they acknowledge it, they take radical responsibility, and then they face it. The thing is, is we want to avoid, we want to distract, we want to numb. And so in America, especially, this culture loves to drink. We love to drink, we love to, like that is, that's just our social go-to. But the question is why? Why is that the default for fun, the default for living life and living large? Because all it's doing is just avoiding feeling our feelings, avoiding whether they be fear related or blissful or pleasurable, we're avoiding meeting a part of ourself. Mm -hmm. And that just keeps being, it's being marketed to us, it's being shoveled down our throats, it's being, it's ingrained in just everything. Everything is just to lead these very unhealthy lives. And it's all this, it's all this programming. It's all this mental warfare. It's TV, it's news. It's all the information that's constantly being, being given to us. But who's, who's creating all of that? Who's behind all of that? And it's the same people that want to keep us not knowing the truth of the universe, of humans, of our capabilities, because the 1% it is, is only for the 1%. And so if they want to keep it that way, they have to keep us limited to certain information in a, in a perpetual cycle of fear so that we don't question, we don't get curious, we don't rebel against. And so we see this pattern happening over and over and over again in society. And I know I'm kind of going a little off here, but like it, it, it's important in what I'm sharing mm -hmm. because it's truth and it's something that I've seen and I understand. And so... That's kind of what gets us here. So we have to face it. We have to realize that fear is an asset. Scarcity is an asset. So it, you mean utilize that for use you, it. to help you. How do you do use that? Use it. You have to look at them as an opportunity, a door of opportunity. Every time I'm coaching a client, every time I'm talking to a family member that's just like projecting all of this fear, I'm like, pause. Mm -hmm. I said, and then from there I'm like, okay, Number one, how is you projecting this and channeling it and exerting energy and time? How, like, what are you hoping to get on the back end of this? Right, what do you think is this going to result? Towards that fear, right? When you're focused on it and thinking yeah, of it and talking right. about it, right? So it's just digging you deeper into your own fortress of fear, which is blocking everything that's outside of there that is just beyond what you can even imagine that wants that wants to come in and hey, I'm here, want to give you everything you want, want to please you, want to support you, take care of you, but you keep building this fortress, this, this glass box around you, and you're not letting it in because that's your protection mechanism. That's your, your knee-jerk reaction is to just like keep going deeper and deeper into the fear or, or the scarcity or whatever it is. And so I always tell my little brother, I say, when we talk, I only like I only want you to share the things that are positive and I want you to to look at your fear as an opportunity to resolve some inner conflict that is unresolved within yourself. And it's not for you to put it on me because then your energy is now affecting my energy because you're putting your lower vibration, your your fear, these emotions that are really intense and you're dumping it on me. And then that's not serving both of us 
because I'm, I'm, I've worked really hard to get to where I am. So I'm like, I have to protect my energy and my space and I have to be really intentional who I allow in. It's not that I don't have compassion or I'm better than anybody. It's that when you understand energy, you have to create really strong boundaries, but you also have, you have an opportunity as a teachable moment for that person of like, Hey, what you're doing, this behavior right now, you don't realize how much of a consequence that is having in your life, how much of a, a cause and effect into your reality. And so I'm making them pause and create the awareness because we're on autopilot. So many of us, we're, it's just like, we, we don't, we're not even conscious we're doing half this stuff. So I'm creating consciousness. And I'm saying, Dustin, the fear is an opportunity for you to go to a deeper part of your understanding of yourself but shake the hand of fear and say, thank you. Have gratitude for the fear because it's trying to show you, hey, we need to go to a deeper layer of understanding. And when you just are able to walk through me and you're, you allow yourself to fully feel me and you go through that little vortex, on the other side is like nothing I can even put into words because I've experienced it. But it's like you have to, you have to walk through the darkness to come into the light. So for example, if someone is struggling and we talked a little bit about this yeah. earlier, whenever we were talking, someone's struggling with their inner job that they're just not happy in. Yeah. And there's like conflict there and issues and they really want to leave or they're just not happy. Like how do they get that um, courage to leave that job. And you did this, you you told us your story and right. you went through this exact thing. How does someone gain that courage and, and get past that to do what really is meant for them or makes them happy? Yeah, that's a great question. And so I'll just share with you my personal experience because that's all I can really give you guys is, is my truth. And so when I was in that moment in July of 2020, where I was in medical sales, and I just felt like I kept hitting like a dead end. There was so much resistance. There was so much just happening that I was like so turned off. I was so turned off by the industry, which I thought would never happen. Turned off by, you know, dynamics and relationships within the business, how I was feeling when I was coming home. And there's just gonna become a point in your in, in your existence, in your life, where you're just like you are so done with feeling the way you felt and with dealing with the things you've dealt with and with just existing as you have, a part of you will just naturally wake up inside of you that will force you to just really dig deep and just trust in yourself and just say, just leap, jump, leap, Go, just go for it. Like, what is the worst that's going to happen? And for me, I had to play through the worst case scenario of what was going to happen. And I had to feel through all of that before it even actually happened. Right. And it may never actually happen, but I had to, I had to go through the energetics of it. I had to experience it on an energetic level so that I could find the clarity on the back end. And so I just got to this point where I was just like, Worst case scenario, okay, and then if I think this, and then what's the next worst thing that could happen? And then the next worst thing, and I just allowed myself to fuck, just go freaking go through it and face it and feel it. And yeah, it was uncomfortable. And yeah, it was like, oh, my body felt ook and all these things, but I had to walk through it and face it to on the other side, feel liberated from it. 
and to take that leap of faith. And I'm not asking you to have faith in things outside of you because everything outside of you, we have no control over. I'm asking you to look at yourself and for once in your life, trust you. Trust your intuition. Trust that gut feeling you have because that is your direct source, your direct connection to the divine, to a creator, to a higher power, whatever that may be for you. God, whoever. And so when you trust intuition, it's like this little voice inside of you that's trying to lead you. It's your higher, it's your higher self. And I just got to this point where I was like, if I keep going the way I'm going and I stay here, the fear of staying there was so much greater than my fear of leaping into the unknown. It was, it was, it, I, it wasn't even a debate. I just had to jump. And then, yes, for that week, I felt a roller coaster of emotions. But then I noticed something. I, I was waking up every morning after I, I parted ways with that, and I would wake up in a panic. My body was so programmed in this reality that I had previously created my past self. I was so programmed, I was still reliving a past experience in my body even though mentally I had chosen a different path at that point. And so I'm bringing this up because conditioning in the bot, conditioning and programming not only happens here, but what a lot of people aren't talking about has how it happens here. It happens at, in your nervous system and that is more deeply ingrained than the mind. And so you have to decondition not only the mind, but also the body. And so when I leaped, it was only two weeks after that, that I had a, this download is what I call them, just this thing that fell out of the sky and it was like female powerhouse project. And I wrote it down. I said, okay, I got the name. And I was lit up by it. And I allowed myself to just really fully embrace that moment. And then I was like, okay, what is, like, what is this gonna be? <laughs> the next step, right? And so from there, the next thing that came in for me was just speak your truth. Just get in front of people and tell your story. And so I started doing events. And that's kind of how, like, how it was born was like I just started, all my events sold out effortlessly, effortlessly. And I had one event in particular that was in March of 2020. And there were women in there from 18 years old to 56. I had 75 women in that room. In my state of Connecticut, my home state where I grew up, my mom was there. And just like women from all different seasons and walks of life. And I'm like, wow. And I just looked at that moment. I was like, I have a message. And so the thing that keeps you going through the fear, if I, if I could give any advice to anybody listening to this, if you're like, you know where you are is not where you wanna be. You know there is something else for you. You know this is not serving your highest good. Like you, there's just this inner knowing and you don't know why you know or how you know, but you just know something's gotta change. Answer the call is number one. There's power in your decisions. You, the most empowering thing you can do is to say, I decide. I am going to cause and create a new reality. That's step, that's, that's like one of the biggest things. And then from there, it's like, why are you gonna do all of this? Why are you willing to leap into the black abyss of the unknown? 
And you better have a damn good reason because what I will tell you in my two years of experience of entrepreneurship at this point is, yeah, it's it's got its ebbs and flows and it's been a roller coaster and there's been some really hard weeks, months within this journey, but I never waver. I never stop, I, I'm so resilient in all of it and I have so much courage and, and I continue to move in that because I am so deeply rooted in my purpose and in why I'm here and it's it'll only reveal itself to you when you leap. You don't find your purpose and then you act on it. You act on it with deep faith and just and just feeling these sensations that are guiding you somewhere else and you just trust that those are true and right and are gonna take you to the best place and then the purpose comes and then the discovering yourself comes. But it's like, it's that initial leap that is so terrifying for some people. But what I would say is look at other people that have had to do that and see where they are now. That is your, if you are somebody who needs evidence, that is your evidence that if they can do that, why not you? Mm Mm-hmm. Why not you, you know? Right. I love that. Mm -hmm. So. Like, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So I love that you brought up the female powerhouse projects. Um, What is next for you? So (laughs) it's interesting because I have been in this, um, this last seven months of like quantum leaping is, is what I call it. So it's like just you like collapse time. You just become like this timeless human being where you don't really, you're just living so in the moment that I'm not so far in the future thinking about that. Because for me to go so far out that way is to assume that there's something that when I get there, then I will be worthy or feel more fulfilled or feel more successful. It's like there's a separation. Mm-hmm. That was so powerful. Hold on. I, I'm totally <laughs> interrupting your thought because... Uh, lately, there have been times where I have been absolutely in the moment where I'm like, time doesn't exist. Right. I'm really, really in the moment, appreciative of the moment. And I feel like that's when things just start rolling really well. And right. I'm not really focused on that far into the future. Right. Sorry, that just like really hit me. Uh, and I'm glad because this is this is how simple it gets to be. And where our minds like to overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. When you are so immersed in the moment, and, and I guess this is telling you where it's going, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's all this is all coming through me in the moment. I don't plan what I'm gonna say ever when I give a speech, when I give a talk, because there is nothing like in the moment. I am a steward of a message and I just plug in to my creator, divine source, universe, whatever you call it. And I just trust and know at this point that is going to deliver the message that is needed and intended for certain people to hear. So it finally clicks. You finally can take that leap. You finally can move. And so that separateness is what so many of us feel. We feel that if we finally get this, then I'm going to feel this. But that is you're essentially saying, I feel separate from this versus feeling it now. And whenever I've been so immersed in the moment and just like not thinking about or caring about anything but exactly what I'm doing, literally shit falls out of the sky. Not shit, shit, but good, good stuff. No, not, <laughs> not, not poop, <laughs> not dirty diapers, none of that. But like, but like really amazing things like 
paid in full clients. Um, I, this just happened to me the other day. I had a client, she was on the fence and I don't convince anybody of anything. I coach them through the fear. And I just, I, I remind them what it's like to be in the presence of love because I just unconditionally love them in that moment. I don't judge them and I give them grace because they've been there. And then all I have to do is ask the universe like, hey, ooh, this would be really cool. And then I don't have to focus on it anymore. And then I just go back to joy, joy, living my life, being in the moment. And that same girl that could have totally went the other way, she texted me. She goes, just sent, the, just sent you the money. She's like, I'm ready to go. And she goes, I feel, I feel so free in this moment. Oh. And it was because I was being free in my own moment. And so life is always mirroring to you things. And so it's like your power is in the now. There is nothing that is coming in the future that is going to resolve anything that is discomforting now. That is an illusion. You have to feel those things now, even if they, you know, the $20,000 hasn't, a month hasn't shown up yet. A physical, 3D, you have to feel like it's already here anyways. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to show up for you. Like you just have to be so immersed in the now and in love with the now that you, you don't have to think so far in the future. I'm not saying don't have plans and don't you know, have ambitions for the future, but let go of your expectations because you're not in control. You're not in the driver's seat of your life. And that's what's being marketed to us on social media. All these coaches and business gurus is like, you got to do this, this, and this to have this. And it's like, well, that might be your blueprint. Right. But I'm designed uniquely me. And I, I don't resonate with anything in your rule book. And I want to just throw it out the door and create my own. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to create and manufacture our own rule books. But human design is one that is already given to you. And so it's like, you don't even have to create it now. This tool came in the last 20 years. This guy literally spoke to God. All of this came through him in an eight day meditation. His name's Richard Rudd. And he just started writing down everything human design. He just, it just brought it into the 3D form. And now like this came into my world and I got certified in that because I wanna help people see and understand their unique roadmap to life. And then it just, it gives them clarity of like, okay, if I just embody and like look at these energies and I and I contemplate what they mean to me, that's my truth of them. And I just that's all I have to know to get what I want out of this life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like your point about um, letting go of what you think should happen. Like, okay, I'm going to do this and this should happen. Or I'm going to say this to this person and they're going to react this way. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's, that's the best way to get disappointed or to like, I don't know, like get closed off or have that fear. Like you right. can't, you can't assume. And I'm, I'm learning that right now is like, you can't assume the, the outcome. Like you have to be within your truth. Like you're saying, be be one with yourself, um, be in the moment, and then let whatever is going to happen, happen. Right. It's like be open and hopeful to the best possible outcomes and be in anticipation of if I place my order, I know my order is coming. Like that's how the universe works. It's like it wants to please you. It wants to give you everything you, you want and it wants to do it in such a loving and over the top way. But like, we don't know how to receive it. 
Mm-hmm. And so with, with that being said, it's like, okay, it's like you're sitting at a restaurant and it's like, you know, um, Miss Rocky, you know, what can I get? And you're like, oh, I want this, this, and this. And then I see this is not on the menu, but I would really love this. Like, oh, anything you want. Yes. If you'd like that, it's not on the menu. We can make that happen, Mr. Rocky. And, you know, and then you don't think about now between the time when your meal comes and you're sitting there, are you worried and in scarcity and like, oh my God, what if, what if my meal doesn't come? No, never. Right? <laughs> no, no, you don't. You don't. So like, that's a great analogy. Right. So it's like, okay, life is your desires are the same. Mm-hmm. So every time you deeply desire something from a place of true desire, not from a place of fear or thinking that this desire is going to make you feel different, like a sense of inner peace or relaxedness that you're not feeling right now. It's place your order, know that it's, it's coming no matter what, and just continue to be in the moment and enjoying and finding joy in every little moment to moment up until, and then you're like, oh, my food's here. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> you're like, oh, no, good, my food's here. There Everything that I ordered and more, Everything. that's not even on the menu. <laughs> right. I love it. And so that's kind of how this universe works. So everybody needs to write their list of things that they want. And if they need help with that, how do they contact you, Noelle? What's the best way? It's not even, it's not even writing lists. It's just kind of like, what do you feel in this moment would feel really deeply satisfying? How do like, how do you want to feel every day? Like what would just feel so good to think about? And you're like, Ooh, God, yes. Like that would feel so Oh, just sexy and pleasurable (laughs) and like, oh, yes. And like just fulfilling. And then that's the thing that you're like, okay, I want that. And then you write that down. It's not just like, okay, I'm just going to write some things that I think I want. It's feel in your body and get in tune with your body and feel what you really want. Like tap into your heart, get out of the brain and move into your heart. Um, And so to answer your question, One of the spaces I recently created, so you guys asked me about my next evolution and we totally, I think, skipped that, but I'm gonna come back to it now. I created something in August called the Powerhouse of Healing. It is a sacred house for women to come and do the work and have the level of conversations I'm having with you right now to teach them about human design, to teach them about their genetic blueprint, to talk about healing, meeting deeper parts of yourself, actually facing the things you've been ashamed of or you feel embarrassed of or you don't wanna talk about or you've been stifling. And then also talking about really expansive things, things that you never even thought were on on your radar possible before. So it's not just this like house of just like heavy, bunch of trauma people just like, oh, like all like sad for each other. Like that sounds horrible to me. It's, it's way more expansive than that. Like healing for me is like discovering your truth, reclaiming it, owning it, and then walking in it. And it's just learning to get back to who you really are and removing the veil of all this conditioning and projected stuff that the world has created within us. You know, so, so that community is launching, it's going, um, it's literally $33 a month. Like I, it's not about money, this program. It's like this, this is a sacred house and it needs to be accessible for people in all walks of their journey. Whether you're already a seven figure earner or you've got literally that $33 left to your name, it is the, it is the biggest gift you could ever give to your soul. 
is to come into a space like this and to have these very profound conversations because healing is what makes the, the success stick. Healing is what makes it sustainable. It's what makes it when you finally get to the million dollars or the 200K a year, or the 100K a year, you feel worthy of it when you get there because you can have success without healing, but do you feel worthy of it when you get there? Do you feel like you have to now keep up and do more, 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 more? It's because you are not acknowledging the parts of you, your shadows, you're not meeting them and your ego, which is, it's just continuing to go on these loops. And so we dismantle that in this, in this house. And of course I have one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm creating some kind of group container right now that is a little more higher level. Um, I've not announced it yet. And I'm not going to announce it yet, <laughs> yeah. but it's coming out probably in December. And I speak at a lot of events local in Tampa, and I plan to start hosting my own through Female Powerhouse Project next year. Um, and so you guys can find me on my Instagram, which I'm sure you guys will put in the show notes, but it's at Noelle C. Corvo um, or at Female Powerhouse Project are my two accounts. And yeah, that's so exciting. That's Very exciting. <laughs> so that is the next evolution as of now. Uh, I think public speaking is is definitely on the radar, like paid for speaking sure. and sense. really big. I, I think my biggest stage will be next year. My biggest one so far has been 450. Wow. Which is pretty big. Um, yeah. But the version of me now and the version of her then are just they're two different women. And so now I just know my, I deeply know myself in a way that that version didn't deeply know herself and it was still powerful then. So I can't even imagine what, how potent that's gonna be in my next experience like that. So I'm just like really excited for that opportunity to just kind of fall out of the sky for me and just show up. I love that. So, yeah. well, I want to go. Yeah, whenever, right. whenever <laughs> it is, I yes. want to be yes. there. Thank yeah. you. So, well, thank, thank you, you guys so much, so much for having this me. This has been amazing. Amazing. You definitely blew the lid off of everybody's mind right now. They're like, <laughs> you know, still processing all of yeah. this great information that you just shared. Right. That we'll include in the show notes. Absolutely. How to get a hold of you. And I can't Perfect. wait to hear you in person, live on your future. Future gigs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. And uh, I'm excited for for all the women that are gonna hear this. And um, I hope I hope that this really helps your audience yes. and that they become bolder and they boss up yes. and all the things. So sure. thank you. Absolutely, they will. Cause you know, until next time, live bold, bold and boss up. up.